Hello everybody, welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a great day. Pretty, we have a lot of pretty good news, but we have a lot to cover. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. For those who don't know or have not heard of uh, Weiss Ratings, uh, they're a company that pretty much now are uh, in the cryptocurrency space known for giving us uh, cryptocurrency not price predictions, but they rate cryptocurrencies as far as their tech, their usage, uh, where they think they are going to go. And they release something, it has to be every month or two, give or take at this point. No, it has to be every two months or something like that. Uh, and they pretty much tell us how they feel about the different cryptocurrencies and where they think that they stand inside of the rankings. Uh, so they recently released another report, uh, I guess for the beginning of 2019 where they stated a couple of good things. And the first thing that they talked about was that they believed that XRP could possibly become the number one cryptocurrency in 2019. They said, and I do quote, Ripple's XRP in particular is aiming to disrupt SWIFT, the giant payments network on the global banking system. If it can manage to chip away at SWIFT's market share and even replace it in some areas, there's a chance that XRP could eventually become the world's number one cryptocurrency, end quote. Weiss's predictions comes on the back of the reports that cited multiple tie-ups between XRP and established financial institutions, as well as several listings. This includes XRP margin trading facility uh, that's going to be also launched on Kraken, which Kraken announced about a couple days ago. They said, please note that Bitcoin Cash and XRP are not collateral currencies. This means you cannot open margin positions against the value of your Bitcoin Cash or XRP balances. For this reason, you should always maintain adequate balances of other collateral currencies to maintain your margin positions. On top of all this, inside the exact same uh, article thing that they released about uh, cryptocurrencies for 2019, they also stated... And they said, even though that Weiss recognizes the drastic problems with the prices in the crypto industry that we have right now, they also saw major progress in the technology during that time. They said, overall, there are seven different forecasts that White Ratings has uh, notified the public of. These predictions include that Bitcoin will increasingly be used as a store of value. Uh, Bitcoin is seen by researchers as a simple and efficient way to exchange value between two parties. Furthermore, with no competition in the crypto space, Bitcoin has securely uh, has secured its place fairly well as a veritable digital gold. They also said that the price of Bitcoin will rise and head for all new time highs. Uh, this is the general statement. This is something that isn't even uh, really questioned anymore. It seems that. So remember, I, I told you guys before that the the not the rhetoric, but the the idea is is that as long as Bitcoin remains. And every day that it does not perish, that's kind of the nicest way of saying it, uh, the stronger the network gets. And as we went through two, 2018 and only saw an enormous amount of institutional interest, even as prices continue to decline, uh, I think Bitcoin has passed this, uh, not even like the finish line, like it just passed by a point of... I want to say no return, like Bitcoin is kind of here to stay, as are many other cryptocurrencies. Is typically, this is why the the 10th uh, birthday celebration that we recently had for Bitcoin was very, uh, very big, because it's been attacked from all sides constantly. And I mean, what was the other article we were just talking about where uh, someone noted that uh, Bitcoin died, I think like 91 times? Over, I think just throughout 2018, because people keep every single time that the price of Bitcoin goes down, everyone declares that it's dead, even though we have more information that more and more institutions are actually rushing to get into Bitcoin as quick as possible. So uh, the next stage, as it appears right now in Bitcoin's 
evolution, if you will, digital evolution, is that it has to be used as a store of value. Uh, when you are used as a store of value, the idea is that people put their trust in you and therefore put their fiat in you. And the more it gets trusted as a store of value, as opposed to the other uh, failing fiat currencies that we've been seeing around the world and also the predicted fall of the U.S. dollar. I'm not holding my breath for that one for quite some time. After the store value stage is when you are actually then used as a normal currency. So uh, the idea is we will see the beginnings of Bitcoin being used as a proper store value, not just digital gold or where people are putting their money into speculating inside of it. Uh, when you have achieved the full store value, this is when you kind of get to that. Uh, you get to a price level where the your price continues to go completely sideways. And after the store value is when you are established as your own currency. No general time frame on this, but we are apparently very close as more people begin to understand, know about, and to start to trust Bitcoin. It says, even though analysts did not say exactly how high the price of Bitcoin will rise, they provided the same sentiment that Stacey Herbert did in her discussion with Swift Substitution. After the bearish streams, Bitcoin has primarily recovered and pushed into better prices. They also said the select altcoins will rise from relative obscurity to as much as 20 times their previous all-time highs. Along for the ride with Bitcoin, multiple altcoins are expected to increase adoption in the industry. Even though it will not likely be at the level that the industry saw in 2017, the ones with superior technology will probably benefit, leading to a bull run. Uh, they said the same thing. Okay, exactly what others said. said. Based on the information collected by the team, they think projects like EOS... Cardano and Holochain could help with the progress of the internet in favor of crypto. Unfortunately, the analysts also believe that most will eventually fail. Uh, Weiss Ratings is actually uh, fairly established in the traditional financial world, as are there was another company that we also had who did a crypto ratings, but we haven't heard from them, and it's, it's been at least over a year at this point. Uh, I will repeat this one more time. Only certain coins are being focused on by the uh, people who are digging deep into crypto. The people who are backing uh, New York Stock Exchange, the NASDAQ, Fidelity. Uh, only certain coins are being paid attention to. And this is why I said that Weiss Ratings is fairly well known in the traditional financial space. So when other people are looking who have never been into crypto before who see that the prices of crypto are going up or should they go up, rise up by a, a continual 15, 20% every single month, this will start to gain more attention from traditional finance. And at that point, when they're looking for uh, scales and models as to exactly how to um, ascertain where they should put their money, they're going to look for things like this. Uh, I actually looked into Holochain. It's not a bad project. It's just not something that we typically hear about that often. Uh, but keep in mind, uh, it's not just Weiss ratings. They're constantly talking about it's always Bitcoin. It's always Ethereum. It's always XRP, EOS, and now Cardano are constantly popping up all over the place. Uh, not financial advice, but you kind of understand what I'm saying. So as of right now, the uh, 2019 prediction, I mean, we've, we've also heard stuff like this uh, kind of being echoed in the middle of 2018, towards the end of 2018, where people expected that the prices of cryptocurrencies were going to eventually go back up. Uh, was the kind of the same idea that XRP could actually eventually become the number one cryptocurrency? Uh, I have my own beliefs on that, and I think the price has been suppressed, but we're not going to go into that in this video. Um, Bitcoin's not going anywhere. That's if, if anyone tells you Bitcoin, the number one coin, is going anywhere, 
Uh, that's not going to happen relatively anytime soon. Even if Bitcoin does happen to slip down to number two or number three, the name of Bitcoin is... Uh, now synonymous with uh, digital currencies, and I don't think it has any chance of moving anywhere. Also interesting to note that EOS and Cardano are constantly mentioned now as um, two of the big hitters. And also keep in mind other coins that are in the top, I want to say top 15, that are also not on this list. Hope everyone uh, got that. Alrighty, let's move on. Next up. Uh, over the last couple of days, we've seen a very huge jump in the prices of multiple cryptocurrencies. And the one that we're going to focus on, at least for right now, is Ethereum. We are very, very close to the next hard fork that is supposed to happen on Ethereum. Um, to clarify, a lot of people have been asking me in the comment section um, how to get the Constantinople coin. Constantinople is not a coin. It's simply the name of the update. Uh, so pretty much... Uh, Binance said this, I can't remember, I think it was, I want to say OKEX and maybe a couple of other exchanges, um, what it is looking like right now, and I ask you to please do your own research, uh, we have a few names of a couple of cryptocurrency exchanges who have announced that they are going to be supporting the hard fork, the way that it is looking right now is that everyone is going to be supporting the Constantinople hard fork, but I said, please make sure that wherever you have your money, that they're also going to be supporting it, typically, if you have your money in places, especially on the like a, a desktop wallet, especially like one like Exodus, they will typically do this for you. But it is important to make sure that they are also going to be supporting it. I see no reason why they would not support something like Constantinople. It's just a it's a it's a fork that we've been waiting for for quite some time. So there is no Constantinople coin. It's just the name of the project. You will not receive um, new coins like you won't receive. Uh, uh, yeah, I. I uh, thought I had explained this before. You will not receive a Constantinople coin and then your normal Ethereum. It's simply the name of the upgrade. It's just a matter of this is why Binance said uh, to simply leave your coins on their platform and they'll take care of it over between the course of the, I think, the 14th and the 18th of January. This is when they're going to actually do it. The fork is expected to take place on the 16th of January. And this is why they said to keep it there as a simple just in case. Uh, Ethereum's price has risen. It was $82. There was a rage, uh, a rager, uh, major red flag that uh, kind of appeared when Ethereum dipped below $100. I think it was pushed down there on purpose. What we're seeing is that uh, a lot of coins are starting to... Uh, react in price to um, actual movements on their network or things that are have been spoken about for quite some time that are finally going to be implemented. We were talking about uh, Constantinople has been spoken about since around 2016. It's finally happening. The amount of Ethereum that are going to be produced is uh, dropping from three to two, which may not seem like a lot, but it's going to have a huge impact eventually on price as there's less Ethereum going around, especially if we end up in a situation where Ethereum's, uh, where the market does go up and more people are trying to buy Ethereum, there will be less Ethereum to go around. Quite interesting. I think there's also maybe some other factors because once we have Constantinople, that leads us down the road uh, to potentially getting Casper this year. There's still been no official information as if we are going to uh, switch over from full proof of work to 50% proof of work, 50% proof of stake, but this is the leading up to it. So if all of this ends up happening in 2019 for Ethereum, is Ethereum could have a very, very nice year price-wise. 
On top of this as well is the news that Litecoin, it may not be up exactly by 11% at this moment, uh, but Litecoin has also been slowly moving up. Uh, there are a couple of factors. It could be a number of things. No one exactly has their finger. I mean, you can't really go to, you know, the 1 million people potentially using Litecoin and ask every single one of them exactly why uh, they've decided to buy more Litecoin. It could be um, OKEX announced that they were expanding support for perpetual swaps and they were going to be including Litecoin into this. Uh, one of the things that usually Litecoin is typically accepted by multiple different platforms, but as we've seen throughout 2018, I mentioned this before, uh, it, it even says it right here. 2018 was an abysmal year for Litecoin and nearly all tokens. But we saw that whenever there was something new that was being announced, something new that was going to uh, like a new type of fund, a new type of anything, uh, they typically were adding Bitcoin, Ethereum, XRP, sometimes EOS. We even saw a couple of funds adding Omise Go and stuff like that. And Litecoin would sometimes have around 1% of the actual share of that entire fund that was being launched. Uh, and it seems like lot Litecoin. It seems like Litecoin is now being added to a couple more things. Uh, so on top of this, and there's also some movement with the actual Litecoin Foundation. I hope they continue to move forward. We have the news as well that Litecoin could potentially uh, start using uh, privacy layers to allow Litecoin to be more private as the transactions are going through the network. On top of this as well, uh, Litecoin has recently also... Um, sur sur uh, Surprise is not the word. Uh, announced that uh, they have surpassed 100 active nodes on the Lightning Network on the Litecoin Network. So that's also, I guess, something to really celebrate. Um, I don't know if Lightning is going to take off as quick on Bitcoin as it did on Lightning. Simply be on Litecoin. Sorry, that's very confusing. Light Litecoin Lightning Network. Uh, simply because. I think everyone, in my opinion, when it comes to the upcoming backed and everything else that's going to be launching, I think people are focusing a lot more heavily on Bitcoin's Lightning Network simply because uh, you need Bitcoin to be at its maximum, as close to 100% as possible. Uh, should people start to rush back into the network, this is why we've also seen this rush towards people releasing um, applications wherever they might be that support the Lightning Network. And we've seen a lot of articles where people are talking about they bought a bagel with the Lightning Network and stuff like that. So I'm not expecting a like an 18,000% increase on the Lightning Network like we've seen with Bitcoin, uh, but this obviously will continue as time goes on. If Litecoin does end up finding a way to... Um, once again, I, 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 I think the most important part will be when we have clarification from the New York Stock Exchange and NASDAQ and maybe even Fidelity. I think they're also opening up a crypto trading desk as to what coins they're going to have on their platform. These coins, in my opinion, will see a nice rise in price. Um, as of now, they have not announced any coins. I see no reason why they wouldn't allow Litecoin onto their platforms, but I think in the background, it probably has a lot to do with uh, the actual uh, teams themselves. Like, don't be confused and don't think that Blockstream doesn't have something to do with this. I'm pretty sure people from um, Ethereum have also tried to have discussions with them as to why they should add it or something like that. And I want to say it comes down to Charlie Lee, but I assume that the rest of the Litecoin Foundation is probably doing what they have to do. If Litecoin does get added to either the New York Stock, Ex Stock Exchange, Stock Exchange, or to NASDAQ, 
uh, we will see a very healthy price movement. But as of right now, it's still going up. Oh, yeah, the other thing completely on top of this as well is that in 2019, Litecoin is also supposed to have its uh, mining reward getting cut in half as well, which is also a very significant thing. This is the same exact thing that we're seeing with Ethereum. When you have uh, the issuance of your coin going down or getting cut in half 33% or even being cut in half by 50% with Litecoin, what we've seen before in the past is that the market doesn't move on that date. So like no one's waiting for, I think it's sometime in the summer of 2019, no one's waiting for that exact date. Everyone in the back of their minds is thinking, not financial advice, that I should slowly start accumulating some of this coin before everyone else really gets onto it. But what humans don't really realize is that we all think the exact same things at the exact same time. So while you think you're trying to get the upper hand on someone else, they're also thinking that they're also getting the upper hand on you. And everyone is slowly buying and accumulating. And then there's less of Litecoin and other cryptocurrencies on these platforms. And this is why we see the prices moving up. Yeah, let's move on. So Kraken is in the news, and, and I am actually, uh, when I read this, I was a bit annoyed, as one would be, uh, but I think it's nice that they uh, decided to announce this and tell everyone as to exactly uh, what's been happening with their platform. Cryptocurrency exchange known as Kraken has revealed that it has received three times more law enforcement requests in 2018 compared to 2017. The overwhelming majority of request authorities is in the United States. No surprise there. San Francisco-based cryptocurrency exchange known as Kraken has released an infograph displaying the increasing number of law enforcement requests received in 2018. As it turns out, the bear market is not the only thing to be concerned with. Here's the actual graph right here, and I'll open that in, in exactly one second. It says, evidently, the exchange has received 475 law enforcement requests in just 2018 alone. A number three times larger compared to 2017. The overwhelming majority of the requests are coming from the United States. If you want to be, you know, <laughs> for those who are um, in the States, I think you'll understand this a bit more. And you'll understand the, uh, not the gravity of the situation, but just how far reaching certain institutions um, can be. There's a graph right here. If you look over here, it says in 2015, they had 39 requests. From law enforcement, in 2017, they had 160. In 2018 alone, they had 475, mainly coming from the United States and from the United Kingdom. They, If you are in the, in, in the U.S., like I said, you'll understand uh, these letters a bit more. They've had requests in 2018 from the DEA, the SEC, the IRS, the local district attorney, local police departments, the CFTC, the U.S. State Department, the HSI, the Department of Justice, the USSS, and the FBI. Uh, so it just kind of goes to show, uh, I mean, that kind of speaks for itself. It's also the country that has taken the longest to give uh, their exact uh, rules on cryptocurrencies within their country. It said, uh, with, the, with the Homeland Security investigation leading the march with 91, the FBI has issued a total of 67 subpoenas following the Drug Enforcement Administration with 40. They said, you can see why many businesses choose to block U.S. users. The cost of handling subpoenas, regardless of licenses, is quickly becoming a barrier to entry. It's noteworthy that back in April, Kraken CEO and co-founder Jess Powell expressed his thoughts on the matter of information requests on behalf of lawmakers. He said, and I do quote, having the kind of requested information on hand is not the same as having the resources to compile it neatly to fit in the framework of the request. If I'm not mistaken, 
I think Kraken was actually one of the very few exchanges uh, that didn't really um, give way as easily when it came to handing over the information for other people. Um, whoever, you know, whoever may have been requesting it. I, I, I think they were one of the very few people who actually uh, struck back because I think when they didn't uh, hand over the information, I think there was something like a like a threat from U.S. lawmakers where they were pretty much talking about that they had to hand it over and they had to do so and so and so. Uh, you may now slowly realize if you are not in the U.S., uh, why it is very difficult for many things to launch in the United States. I told you guys before, and I'm not really certain as to why there are such walls and barriers within the United States when it comes to adopting these things. Like, I understand if people are doing things that are deemed illegal in your country, you are going to have um, government agencies who are going to be looking into the matter. But there's such a huge pushback specifically from the United States as to everything that they think could be illegal. Um, and it's of my opinion that as crypto continues to move forward, I think the U.S. has uh, missed the boat I think they are trying to buy a second ticket to get on a boat that won't go back to them for quite some time. This is why we've seen a number of other countries uh, who have announced uh, that they are open and friendly to cryptocurrencies. Please come over here. When you see a graph like this and the majority is just from the United States and the United Kingdom, uh, I've lived in the UK before, uh, so I know kind of a bit what it's like there. Uh, they are almost just as harsh as the United States. They come down a bit too hard when they really shouldn't. Um, I think the U.S. and the U U.K. could benefit greatly from cryptocurrencies, but this is not a uh, good way to make crypto friends. Anyway, just thought I'd share that because I, I thought it was very interesting because I'm pretty sure that there are many, I'm sure, that there are many other cryptocurrency exchanges who have also uh, been receiving stuff like this, but Kraken made sure to give us an actual graph to show exactly um, just how it's been. Kraken is okay. I have, uh, yeah, I withdrawn my front funds, my funds from them uh, because of proof of keys. Uh, but they're not horrible. It's just a matter of this stuff like this happening is uh, or should be a bit of a concern for you if you plan on having economic sovereignty over the money that you have. I'll put it to you that way. But yeah, I'm, I can only imagine what it's like for Coinbase or many other cryptocurrency exchanges. But on that note, uh, yeah, let's move on. To kind of finish things up, this is very significant. Members of Ethereum's open source development community tentatively agreed last Friday to implement a new algorithm that would block specialized mining hardware or ASICs pending further testing on the proposed code. If accepted by the network of users that run the Ethereum software, the code change, which is known as ProgWog, ProgPow, what's a ProgWog? ProgPow? Wait, wait, anyway. Uh, I'm, not, wait, I'm, I'm really trying to think like what a ProgWog is. That is, is that an actual animal? I can't remember anymore. Uh, ProgPow would block ASICs such as those made by major mining firms like Bitmain. In its place, the new software would allow general purpose or GPU hardware which is typically phased out by ASICs to compete for rewards on the platform. ASICs were developed for Ethereum as early as April 2019. Speaking in the developer call, security lead Martin Holst-Svenda said that he prefers the switch as it would help to ensure the safety of Ethereum's eventual transition to proof-of-stake. A new system in which users mine the cryptocurrency not by burning electricity, but by setting aside coins that they hold. He said... 
We know today that ETH hash has flaws which are currently being targeted. So that's why I would like to switch as soon as possible to give us time to move to proof of stake, end quote. Concluding the conversation, developer relations for the Ethereum Foundation Hudson Jameson appeared to categorize consensus as having been achieved on the proposal. This has been spoken about for quite some time. Um, ASICs are apparently very powerful when it comes to mining cryptocurrencies. A lot of people believe that they give an unfair advantage to some people who are mining cryptocurrencies, especially on the Ethereum platform. So what Ethereum is trying to do, and this seems to be a the overall thought process by at least many people on the Ethereum project, is that they want to move over to proof of stake because they not only don't want to, as they say, waste electricity when it comes to doing this. If you're doing proof of stake, you simply have to uh, put your coins on a platform and just kind of leave them there. And that's all you have to do. Maybe even leave your computer open. Depends on what kind of proof of stake you're running. Some of the proof of stake protocols um, ask that you leave your computer open and running. <clears throat> And that you're connected to the internet so that it can continuously validate transactions. On the other side, um, wait, it was the, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. So the, the the electricity and also that they're trying to make sure that Ethereum is a lot more um, fair for people who are also trying to get into the network as well. Because as of right now, if you are trying to mine uh, Ether or Bitcoin with your computer, laptop, anything, it does not work out as well. You've, you've seen these gigantic mining factories and it I mean if if ethereum does end up doing this it'll be a completely new world for ethereum this is something that has been spoken about for a very long time I know I keep reiterating that but this is uh, we will see a brand new ethereum a brand new market this is the ethereum that can uh, do anything where uh, it's expected that by the time that they move over to proof of stake uh, the the hunger, that investors will have for acquiring new Ethereum will completely skyrocket because you will need a certain amount of Ethereum in order to be able to create new Ethereum on the network. And it appears that the more, as we've seen with many other proof of stake protocols, the more Ethereum or Ether that you have, the more Ether that you will create. So if you are in the position, uh, if you're like a major investor and you say, I have 100 Ethereum, but if you have a thousand, you will potentially create a 10x more if, you know, not exact numbers, uh, more Ethereum every single day. It becomes then a side income. So this is something that we're moving towards. It seems that they're trying to block ASICs altogether and to get us over to proof of stake sometime this year. That would be, I don't think you understand the gravity of that. Ethereum would really set itself up to kind of solidify its position in the cryptocurrency space. To kind of finish things off, at the moment, Bitcoin is above 4,000. You'll see like a little dip sometimes. Uh, it was a bit higher when I woke up. It was around 4,200 or something like that. Uh, Bitcoin apparently needs to get over, I think it's like $4,400 to be able to show that it is in it is in bull territory. You see the price of Ethereum that we were just talking about was at $82. Ethereum is also doing very well. I think this is all a lead up to Constantinople. Um, yeah, once again, Constantinople is not a coin. I saw a lot of comments about that. Had to clarify. Um, all the other coins are doing pretty okay. This mainly comes down to the fact that Ethereum and uh, Bitcoin are tied to all the uh, crypto pairing. So when they do well, the rest of the market also does well. Uh, Litecoin is also doing very well at the moment because of the five or so things that could potentially be going okay with the um, with the network. 
EOS is also like everything is doing relatively well. I don't think that anything is actually down. Tron is still up because of the uh, the BitTorrent thing. Hopefully this stands. Hopefully this stays. Hopefully this is an indication as to exactly what kind of week that we're going to have. You typically don't see prices going up at all as we are coming out of the weekend. So uh, let's hope that this is an indication that we will have a very nice week price-wise. It would be lovely, just simply lovely, if Bitcoin could go over 4400 by Wednesday. That would be a very um, nice week for all of us. I'll just say that price-wise. I think that's definitely going to do it for this video. Some very nice news. We, we, we typically sometimes have Monday news as being very, not negative, but we come out of the weekend with like red prices and there's always some type of information that something was hacked, something went wrong, this person is leaving this in this so-and-so, that this had to shut down. We're doing pretty okay. Everyone can uh, breathe a sigh of relief. All right, everyone, that's definitely going to do it for this video. Hope you all enjoyed. Hope you all are having a great day, a great morning, a great afternoon, a great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I hope it's absolutely fantastic. Thank you all once again for watching and or listening. Uh, a lot of coins have been moving positions. Uh, EOS has moved up because of the price increases. Stellar has recently passed uh, Litecoin, and I, I think Stellar was somewhere around here. Uh, Bitcoin Cash SV is continuously dropping further in the rankings. No one should really be surprised. Uh, if Tron moves up a little bit more, it can even push Bitcoin. Bitcoin SV completely out of the numbers. If Litecoin continues to rise, it'll breeze past Stellar, and even a bit more, it could even secure itself in the top five. I think Litecoin can do it. I, I think at this point with the momentum that we have, I think Litecoin is probably gunning for this position. I personally, myself, would love if Litecoin could shoot up, push out uh, Bitcoin Cash, and then maybe even have uh, EOS remain in the fifth spot. That would be ideal for me. Anyway, uh, thank you all once again. Just saying my own personal beliefs. And I'll talk to you all soon. See you.